What is going on, ACL Nation? Welcome in to another episode of Bagging and Bragging. It is episode 33. Misha and I, we got interviews galore. As we have three partner reveals for you guys today. We're also going to play the game at the end. You know, um, I think, Misha, these interviews and these partner reveals are just coming as fast as can be. It's so hard to keep up. My spreadsheet's starting to get filled in all the way now. And uh, I also put out there, I'm not sure if you saw it, the K9 application for sponsorship players. And one of the questions I put in there was, who's your partner for next season? So I'm getting a lot of inside scoop. <laughs> I like it. Before we get into it, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. I am uh, just enjoying the off season. Um, lots of uh, time, aside from today, today's been back to back to back to back appointments, but that's because Labor Day was this week, so missed the day. And then um, going into my bragging section, I leave for Disney World in uh, two days, or not just me. Like, I'm just going, just leaving the kid behind <laughs> at the Disney World. I would take the family with you. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, so we are all going to Disney World. Um, I've never been. I've been to Disneyland many times growing up in L.A., um, but never Disney World. And not only are we going to Disney World, but we're going with the authorities on Disney, Trey and Shelby Ryder. So we should have a great time being it, taken around. It's always nice whenever you go to like a fancy restaurant with like a millionaire and they're like, you know, I got your table right over here for you, sir. And like they say the last name, like I imagine the front gates of Disney are like that. Like, welcome back, Trey and Shelby. Here's your here's your usual shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we've got a pretty good trip laid out. So we are going to do um, Epcot. They have a food and wine festival happening at this time. So we're hitting that. Uh, Trey sent me like all the different spots and said like to tell me which one, like which locations you're interested in, like restaurant or not restaurants, but like, I guess booths essentially of yeah. different places around the world. Yeah. Um, and oh my God, everything sounds so good. And then, uh, so that'll be Epcot. And then we're doing obviously the Disney day, uh, one of the days. Um, and we're staying at a resort at the park, so we, we don't have to worry about commuting there. And then we also got um, time at the pool. We got like a cabana so we can relax at the pool, so we can kind of break up the day um, so that we're not just like go, going, going, going. Because I don't know about you, but when I've done Disneyland in the past, I never take a break in the middle of the day, except for when I was a kid because my parents were broke and couldn't mm -hmm. afford anything at Disneyland. So we had to leave the parking lot to eat our lunches that my mom packed for us but aside from that we went we're back in the park and we're there all day and you're exhausted by the end of the day and when we took Rome when he was three um we did that and by like five six o'clock I'm tapping out so I'm missing fireworks parades like all that stuff because I am done and so I like the idea of breaking up the day so like you do some take a break and lay by the pool and then come back and I feel like that's going to work really well yeah, for the kids at his age, it's either hit or miss. So you get one or two things. You get a kid who's just wanting to see everything, just in awe and just running off of pure adrenaline, or you get somebody who's just checked out. So good luck <laughs> to figure out which version you're going to get of that. Oh. But I'm right there with you. Like for me, I stayed on the resort last time I went, and I've done it also where we stay offsite. But just like doing the all-inclusive packages and stuff like that, it's night and day. I recommend that 100% of the time. So I think you're going to be in good shape with Trey and Shelby. Taking your yeah, own. he's so easy going. I doubt. I mean, he'll just go with whatever. I don't think. Like, it was actually funny when we went to Disneyland when he was three. We stayed because we have family there that still live there um, since we moved, and so we drove up 
did the day, laughed around like five, six, went back and then we had a two day pass. The next morning on the way to the park at 8 a.m., Rome fell asleep. Like (laughs) before the day started, he was taking a nap. And so we were sitting in the parking garage. We didn't want to wake him. We're like, hey, he didn't nap the whole day before. He just powered through the day. He was so on excited about everything. And so and then we didn't get home till you know, however long. And then next. Yeah. So next one, he napped on the way to Disneyland. We're like, all right, just going to ride this nap out as long as we can. (laughs) But that's how tired he was. Well, I hope it goes well. I think it's going to be awesome. You guys are going to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of jealous. I, I was thinking the other day, I was like, man, I'm really just kind of running nonstop right now. It's a good thing. I got the the application out there for that. I'm trying to get the canine partners lined up. I'm talking with Corey and Chase. You know, I'm bragging right now on the way that Corey, Chase, and myself are working through this equipment thing and with the ideas that we have for next year's live feeds. Um, so I was like, I'm really excited. I just kind of hope everything falls into place that we can make all this happen because the communication that we have right now on this little off season is going great. It is hectic, nonstop busy, but everything's just falling in together at the right time. Uh, this office is going to be entirely different behind me. I got people on the calendar to come over and do lighting and we're going to have some cool background stuff going on. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to have some custom boards made for the new logo. It's, it's going to be really cool. I like the way things are starting to come together for me. Um, another quick thing. What's I that? I want to rearrange my office, too, so that it makes more sense for recording. I'm with you there. Yeah, it, it's the only thing that's really got me excited about living here in the last two months. So I'm like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to throw money at the problem. That's what I've done my whole right life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of funny. We were talking last week, I believe, about like a charity tournament and, you know, getting the trophy and recognition. And I was like, one of the tournaments that I was talking about was the Jason Mott tournament. It's a a cornhole tournament ran by one of the St. Louis Cardinals pitchers um, back whenever he was playing, you know, strikeout cancer. He partnered with Colton Wong. And I think he's talking about partnering with Matt Holliday. So like some famous baseball players coming out and watch us play, you know, like we used to watch them on the baseball field. So we recorded Tuesday. And I believe Thursday, I just texted my buddy, hey, what do you got going on this weekend? He's like, uh, we got the Jason Mott tournament coming up tonight. I got extra tickets if you want to go. And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I don't really want to go and just eat food, you know? And he's like, well, I think Matt is looking for a partner. All right, cool. Reached out to my buddy, Matt Rannick. He was one of the first guys that we started playing cornhole with. And uh, we went out to the tournament, got ourselves a division championship. We took down our pool which means that if you take down your pool, you go into the actual tournament and then you basically battle in a single elimination tournament. Now, granted, it's 21 feet apart, which is hard for us. Mm-hmm. All corn bags and the base and then the, the hole is shaped like home plate. So it's, no, it's not. It's a lot of different elements. It's, it's harder than it sounds because whenever you try and shoot an airmail, you have to gauge a 22 foot airmail. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's hard. But uh, yeah, we battled it out. Ended up taking down the championship. So your boy right here is a two-time Jason Mott Cornhole Tournament champion. I don't I don't even feel worthy to be in your environment right now. It, I just, it was awesome. <laughs> I can't I believe those elements. About the next two days of throwing because that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> big four bags 21 feet apart with a, a hole the shape of home plate. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool. Like I said, it's really cool watching these baseball players. Like you watch them on the field, you're like, man, this guy's throwing 100 miles an hour. It's awesome to watch him do his thing. And then, you know, he's sitting there watching me, you know, hit like a three bag airmail drag to save the yeah. game. And then, like, I took a step out and I hit awesome pushes. 
and collects. And it was With pretty cool. Huh? With a corn bag? Yeah. And, and like, I was really uncomfortable doing it, but I had no choice. Like, the game was on the line. Our finals match probably went 40 rounds. The final score was 22 to 20. And there's a lot of people like watching. I mean, probably about 50, 60 people gathered around the courts, just like, you guys are making me nervous. I'm like, how do you think I feel? And <laughs> the guy who runs it, Brian Jones, uh, he's one of the guys that got me in the corner. He's like, that was the best finals I've ever seen in the nine years we've done this. So, wow, you gave him a freaking show. Let's go, yeah. Wally. That's the thing he said before we started. Craig Irvin, you know, my boy, Gavin Kirk, Matt Rannick, and myself, Brian Jones brought us all in. And he said, hey, give us a show, show them what cornhole players is all about. So, we did. Proud of my you boys. did. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's an awesome section. All right. We are going to get uh, it started with our first partner reveal right after this. All right. We have our first partner reveal of the show. Uh, pretty excited about this one. I first got introduced to Angel at the college championships. Um, and he had a great uh, performance there. So um, excited to see him make pro and we'll find out who he's going to partner with in just a little bit. But uh, welcome Angel to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for having me. What up, dude? What's up, Wally? Um, oh, I forgot my Angel Halo that I wore. Oh, halo. yeah. <laughs> Worlds. That was yeah, pretty that was... fun at Worlds to see all the Halos. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was Because being local, you know, everyone wanted to come watch and support. Um, and then they kind of took it on their own, like initiative to, to go out of the way and go, go to the store, buy some little halos. Um, so yeah, to let everyone know who they were supporting. So that was pretty cool. That was big at the college championships too, not the halos, but the, the local support. Oh um, yeah. A big role. Yeah, it was, I mean, you know, looking back on it now, you know, I thought that was going to be like my peak of the season, you know, getting to play on TV for, you know, national championship and all that. Um, but thankfully I was able to uh, stay focused, stay hungry and, you know, achieve the next best thing, which was getting pro. Um, and so, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Do you think it was a huge advantage helping you out, stand on your home turf and having those people there to cheer you on? Cause I mean, I know whenever I played against Kevin Whitaker in the qualifier, it was a huge factor in my matchups. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's definitely – I don't say it plays an advantage, but it lets you know, you know, if you hit a big shot or, you know, something happens, like there's momentum going someone's way, then you know that those people who are supporting you or, like, in the stands or in the, in the crowd are, like, behind you. Um, so you can kind of ride that momentum um, that they're providing for you. Yep. What were the emotions um, like for you? You said, "What were the emotions like?" Yeah. Oh man, it was it was just it was very similar to the college national championships. Um, after the final round, you know, it just it was more relief more than anything. Um, just kind of you know the the gratification of uh you know all the the work I've put in the last couple of years um has finally paid off, and it really it really hit in that moment. Um. And, um, yeah, that's as far as emotions go. I mean, nothing but relief, really. All right. Well, uh, you are now a rookie pro, and that means you had to go on the hunt for a pro partner. Um, was it hard to find a partner, or what was the journey like? Um, it, I wouldn't say it was hard. I did have, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of great players, you know, that had interest in partnering. Um, there was a few things that I took into consideration. One was like, you know, location, how close I was going to be, 
Um, cause you know, I would rather be able to have a somewhat local person. Um, that way I can be able to, you know, travel at least somewhat and go team with them, um, build chemistry, stuff like that. Um, but, uh, it wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Um, but, um, I had a particular, you know, like couple of names in mind, but the one that was really obvious was, um, the person who I ended up rolling with, um, that we're going to bring in here in a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, you know, I, I, I hate saying no to people. Um, I hate just saying no in general. So that was, that was probably the hardest part of the whole process. Um, cause you know, like I said, there was a lot of great players that, you know, um, showed interest in, in partnering, but you know, at the end of the day, I got to do, you know, what I feel is a good fit for me. So just thought so about being real evil there, Mish. I was like, okay, if I bring Angel as a canine sponsor player, his first order of business is to tell everyone else no. It's your first job. I was gonna say it's like unrelatable. Like, so many people like me. <laughs> like, <so> tough. <laughs> but no, you you proved that you know you you came to the qualifier. You proved it at college. Like, you prove why you're you know a shooter. So it totally makes sense. Why don't you tell us? Um, who you're going to be partnering with this season. So for the 2023-2024 season, I will be partnering with Colby Shearer. Let's go. All right. What's up, up, Colby? Not much. All right. A couple of rooks teaming together. So he's talking about location, somebody that you can build with. You guys are obviously going through the same thing together. You guys got the rookie, uh, I guess, combine or showcase, whatever we're calling it, coming up. Um, on October 1st. So how did this partnership come to be in your eyes, Colby? Um, mainly the thing was, is like, I, you know, I play a carpet style bag. So I wanted to find somebody that throws a carpet bag with me. So I wouldn't have to switch my game, you know, going into your rookie year, you want to be able to requalify. And me and Angel, we, you know, we ain't played, we've played together before we play the same game and we're local. So we can play conferences together and regionals together, which in the end of the season was going to help us. We're not going to show up to the first national. And it'd be the first time we play together so we can build chemistry before we get there. I like yeah, that. That's, that's a good point. I do like the idea of going with a local partner. I know that's not possible for everybody, but I think what a great way to build chemistry. If you guys are able to travel together or are you close enough to like go to each other's houses or is it just more like to travel together? Well, um, I, I would say, well, you got it, Colby, go ahead. I think well, they were like right at like three hours away. So, I mean, like, even if we wanted to meet up, we can drive halfway and find somewhere to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I know everyone that probably listens to this podcast is like a cornhole person. But if you're not a cornhole person, it's very normal to drive like an hour and a half to go to a cornhole tournament. Oh, yeah. Like, that's pretty standard, even on like a weeknight. That's that, that happens quite often. So I could totally see that happening. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny because we had this conversation last year. I think it was or two years ago. It was me and Jeremy Frazier and like some of the locals from Alton were talking about going to the middle of the Illinois and we're like, that's like an hour and 20 minute drive. And I'm like, you got to think about it. You drive an hour and 20 minutes. You stay there and play for like four or five hours. Anyway, it doesn't matter if you stay local for a 10 minute drive and stay there for six hours. You're still allotting a certain amount of time for a cornhole tournament. And right. yeah. the, the competition, yeah. you, I think you got to go where the competition's better at. So. No, yeah. So do you guys, I see you guys, uh, I see him rocking the BG Cornhole hat and t-shirt. Do you guys have a sponsor lined up? Or are you still looking? You, you want it, Colby, or you want me to get it? I'll let you answer it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So um, we've got uh, an offer on the table right now for uh, one particular bag sponsor. Um, like, like Colby kind of touched on earlier, you know, we're both, um, you know, primarily carpet throwers. Um, so we want to be able to, you know, have, you know, those kinds of bags that at our disposal, um, cause I think that'll make us both really effective on our ends of the board. Um, cause you know, we both like to, you know, flop, roll, cut, um, do those kinds of, you know, fancy shots, but, um, yeah, we've got one on the table right now. I think um, we're still, you know, exploring our options. Um, but, you know, the the offer we have is, is one we like. So um, hopefully we'll be uh, closing in on a decision here um, soon in the next week or so. Awesome. What do you think about the uh, uh, team's aspect, being able to be drafted to a team? Um, uh, well, here, Cole, you yeah, got you, All right. <laughs> um, what you call it? I think it's – um. Pretty exciting because, I mean, like, this year in the past season, you know, at least you got a broadcast match if you were on a team's event. You know, you get the experience of ESPN or CBS Sports, when, even if you don't get to make it there. And plus, also, it's kind of like bringing the aspect of, like, these major, like, you know, other sports that you have that they go to their team draft, get drafted on a team and compete the whole season with somebody to be the top team. Yeah. Yeah, and right on, I mean, what Colby said, you know, it's – Especially now that I think they changed this year to where all the pros get drafted or like I could be wrong on that, but or majority of them maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be cool. You know, if we end up being on different teams, which is more likely not going to happen, then it'll, you know, we might have to not be friends for a day if our team's playing <laughs> each other. But um, no, it's going to be awesome. You know, I look forward to uh, to the challenge. It's definitely something that's a little different. I mean, I've played a form of teams um when we were at the college tour um which i mean it's, it's kind of the same kind of different but um no i look forward to uh to the challenge if you guys um, are on different teams do you want that head-to-head <laughs> hey I, I won't turn it down i mean everyone knows you know colby he's he's legit so um you know just as solid as they come i think it'll be it'll be a good match you might hear a little little chirping here and there but um, <laughs> um no it, it, it would be fun for sure we like the chirping. <clears throat> All right, guys, it's been so awesome to uh, sit down with you and congrats on your partnership um, and, and good luck on the season. All right. All right. Thank so, you all for you. having us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are back with another partner reveal, and this is also going to be another good one. Wally's lining them all up. Good job, Wally. There's so many. Uh, 256 pros plus like we now actually have uh people reaching out to me to do like elite player partner reveals i'm like bring oh, it yeah I didn't do that. yeah that's a whole nother thing i was like we got we got a lot of downtime well not really like we got a lot of time we gotta fill i guess <laughs> with yeah, no, because, no content yeah. yeah even when the open starts right we'll we'll have highlights again i guess but um instead of interviews we can do partner reveals it's kind of an interview too so i think they it works yeah yeah, we're having fun with them. I like them at least. Absolutely. Well, this next one is going to uh, be none other than Cameron Belvin. So we will bring her on and she will uh, be able to tell us who she's playing with. So welcome, Cameron, to the show. Hi. What up, what up? Hello. How are you feeling? Um, pretty good. After pretty good. Throw down. It was a little rough, a long, long weekend, but been resting. So. <laughs> I don't know exactly how it works, but I, I have to imagine like these cornhole babies, like 
I mean, that's a lot going on for them. I bet they're just having a blast in there. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, I don't know what we're doing all day, but it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's learning. <laughs> oh, yeah, taking notes, learning through osmosis. There we go. He's, he's going to be like, no, I want to be a mathematician. Yeah. I want to yeah, play chess. I was a little excited after it was a boy because I was like, we had a little girl. She probably wouldn't like traveling around watching cornhole as much as a boy would. Well, there's going to be yeah. like a whole little baby army running around these cornhole tournaments in like five, ten years anyway. So it'll be awesome. Yeah. It's true. Like they're not going to have much of a choice, you know? Like <laughs> we still like give Rome a choice because we entered into it and he was already, you know, six at that point and he wasn't interested. And so we find places for him to go. Um, but if you're growing up in it, yeah, you're going to be right along with it. Yeah, Canine's yeah. Cornhole Kitty Corner is coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> we need like a daycare section, yeah. pretty sure. Pretty soon here. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome in. Uh, this is an exciting time of the year for everybody. They're all trying to scramble and find some partners and stuff like that and then bag sponsorships. Uh, but uh, are you enjoying any of the off-season yet, or has it pretty much just all been work for you as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fun, like, you know – talking with everybody and see what they're going to do and, you know, what the change is like. It's interesting. It's fun, I think. <laughs> but It is. I like the off season. I mean, I miss it, like, being at the tournaments, but I enjoy it. Yeah. For me this year, I, like, took my time, like, deciding, especially, like, it was a lot, you know, to think about with the baby coming. So I really – like took my time this year and didn't rush into anything and that's good that's good thought, thought things well <laughs> you want to tell us who you'll be playing with yep so i'm excited to say that i'll be playing with tice cobb this year all right welcome Ty. look at that <laughs> face i know i almost gave it away because when you said uh, Cameron that you know you had a little girl she might not be as interested and then I was like well there is one little girl that's very interested yeah. <laughs> but she's got three bigger brothers to look up to <laughs> very true Congrats, uh, very Tice. I like this I like this pairing uh, you're not just signing Tice Cobb as your partner you're getting the whole family that comes along with it so your support group if it wasn't already big enough oh, and I love their whole family <laughs> How did this not happen? Um, you, I guess you want to say, Tyson. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, me and Tubby were thinking about splitting up, but the only reason we would if we would both find good partners. And uh, so Cameron takes my mom, and she was like, "Do one of your boys need a partner?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, Tyson does." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, Tubby can find a partner, and we're good to go." Mama cop set it up. Yeah, the mom is the agent. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it, too. Well, credit to Cameron. She knew where to go with that. Don't ask Tice directly because you probably would, if you're like me, you won't get a response back for hours. So, <laughs> Mama cop. I was asleep. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was out there with the cops for a little bit, and like they slept till like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, what am I supposed to do? That's what I did. I, I messaged Tice. You don't know, answer, so I just messaged Brandy. I'm like, uh, tell Tice this. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny well a uh, very exciting pairing i love how it came to be um what are kind of your thoughts on how the season's going to go for the two of you 
Um, I'm excited. Like, like I said, I love their family. I'm super close with all of them. So it's like more of like, I feel like it's like brother type thing with all of them. So. How about for you, Tice? I feel like it's going to go good. I mean, we've known them for a long time. We're pretty close with them. I feel like we'll click good. Is there any dynamic that you feel like there is an advantage to not playing with your sibling? Uh, I mean, maybe because, like, playing with your brother, it's – I feel like it's easier to get mad at them than, like, somebody else because, like, he can shrug a shoulder one way and I know he's not – he's mad, but – and it's the same way for him, too. Like, I'll get mad sometimes. I'm not going to lie, but he just – we know when each other's mad and it kind of goes downhill from there. Well, one thing that uh, I know you were mad about is not being able to qualify with him in the doubles division last year. Cameron ain't going to play around with that type of stuff. You ain't doing this application thing next year, man. So what are you going to do to make sure that you don't go that route? Uh, put bags in the hole. <laughs> hey, as, as the official sad letter reporter for the ACL, let me tell you, that's an answer I hear often. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, is there, like, a specific practice routine that, you know, you guys are talking about? Or is there texting for chemistry? Or is there anything that you guys are doing to prepare for this season? Uh, mainly just the mindset, really. I struggled with it last year, uh, not having a lot of confidence. And that's really something I'm going to work on this year is really my confidence and mindset. Awesome. I mean, there's nothing more important than that. And Cameron, do you feel like that's something you can help with? Yeah, I mean, I feel like this past year, my confidence, like, I got a lot of confidence. I did a lot better. And then, you know, I feel like, as I said, like, I'm not going to be the one down there, like, shrugging, like, oh, my God, you meant, like, I'll yeah. pick them up. Be like, you got it. You got the next one. Like, you know, it's not over until it hits 21. Right. And I feel like uh, last year you were thrown with AAR. Are you continuing that this year? Do you guys have a bag sponsor lined up, or what's what's the choice? Yeah, we're going to stick. We're going with AAR this year. Nice. All right. AAR's putting on a squad, Mish, these last couple yeah. of days. Look out. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. All right, guys. Well, we look forward to watching you this season. Thanks so much for hopping on with us. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. We have our next partner reveal. Uh, pretty excited about this one. If you guys have um, not had the pleasure of uh, spending time with Deborah Odom, she is uh, quite the character. We got to share the mic with her in which, was that Canton or which event was that? Canton, Ohio. I was actually kind of shocked that she decided to go back for pro again one more year whenever she knows her calling is actually in commentating. So. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Just missing it. <laughs> she had a blast. I did, I did too. Uh, we're going to bring Deborah on. Deborah, welcome. Thank you. Good to see y'all again. What up, Ms. Um, what's up, Wally? All right, Deborah. Um, you are back again uh, for another season of the ACL. I know you did horseshoes before. So, um, how are the how are the cornhole pro world going for you? Uh, really good. You know, um, I think I had a good year in women's. Um, placed really high in tournaments and. Finished third in women's at World. 
um, Cheyenne beat me to go on TV, but that's okay. There's next year. Um, and then Eddie and I won the mixed doubles championship. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, overall, pretty good year, I would say, adding to overall, the whole thing. I was talking to uh, Linda Roach, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Her the other day, and she was saying that uh, horseshoes would probably never make it on TV because it just takes too long to finish a match. And we were trying to figure out ways to get it on there. But yeah, so tra traveling from the cornhole or the horseshoe world into cornhole seems to be a thing where a lot of players are doing it. Same thing with yes. bowling into cornhole. Um, overall, though, comparing the two sports, comparing yourself in your prime with horseshoes and cornhole, do you think you made the right choice staying here? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a different game. Uh, horseshoes has just put more ringers on the state, whereas cornhole, you have offense and defense and you can, it's a totally different game. You know, you have blocking, you have air mails, you have rolls, you know, you have pushes. Yeah. So with horseshoes, it's just throw it on the stake. You know, there's no um, offense or defense. I've never played. You played horseshoes, Mish? Um, so I have not, but we had a horseshoe pit growing up. My dad was big into it. So I just remember like probably what like our generation of kids are experiencing where like there's just always cornhole at every event was horseshoes growing up. Yes. Always going on at every family barbecue get together or whatever. Yes, absolutely. We're kind of joking off the air about uh, getting you know, Deb on the, or getting Deb on the microphone. And then I said her biggest flaw, though, is that she doesn't really know much outside of Texas. So. Can I stay in the pro division one more time? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I know. You're allowed to be biased as a player, but if you want to be a commentator, you got to turn the bias off. Okay. Okay. I know. I know. I do have to turn the bias off. I thought it was pretty good. You did great. Um, you did great talking. I love what you I, I thought that I held my bias pretty well. <laughs> Except for one or two times when I was like, oh my God. Whenever Eddie or KB are on the, on the I know. When Eddie and KB I was are on the I'm shocked though, that your partner's not coming out of Texas. I was kind of feel like you'd stay hometown. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to uh, kind of fill us in a little bit on why you chose to go outside of Texas and then introduce us to your partner? Um, yes. Well, she's in our conference. Okay. Um, you know, they that state is in our conference. And I really like throwing um, with women. Um, men sometimes, with the exception of Eddie, um, have, you know, little, they'll throw little temper tantrums or, you know, you miss a bag and it's so much drama. They roll their eyes and head rolls and all this other stuff. Break their bracelets. I know, you know, <laughs> um, but she... Um, I met her in our conference several, the first time I think was in Shreveport. I think I'd seen her prior to that, but I actually talked to her and actually met her and visited with her in Shreveport. Um, and she's really good. And I like the way she plays. Um, she has a good head on her shoulders for the game and is very competitive. And so am I. And um, I think we have the same philosophy. And so I like that. Awesome. Well, tell us who it is. Zoe Gann from Arkansas. Hey, y'all. What up, Zoe? Seeing she up? says y'all, so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the same language. So congratulations, Zoe, Lynn, Thanks. and Deborah Odom. That's huge. 
Tell us how this yes. came to be. Um, well, I was, I found out I was pro through application and I was, as soon as I found out, I was like, okay, who's going to be my pro partner? Who's going to be my pro partner? I'm sitting there messaging people and everything. And, um, most of the people already had partners or were waiting on someone. And, mm-hmm. um, I texted Deborah, Deborah's like, oh, I already have a partner. And then she messaged me back the other day. She's like, so have you found a partner yet? She's like, my partner found someone local. Do you want to play with me? I'm like, yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> everything. She's such a. She's a good player, just a great person overall. Deborah is Cornwall mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <And> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. You know, to like Eddie and all those guys, I know that's a big role that you play. So I love that you're pairing up with Zoe. I think that's perfect. And um, I think you guys are going to be awesome. I'm so excited for this. Thank you. I think we're going to as well. I, I I really like the way she plays. Um, she's got a good head on her shoulders when she plays. Uh, she knows what she's capable of doing, and she'll have free reign to do it. Yep. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with Deborah. Because um, first time, first time I met her was at the Shreveport, uh, Louisiana um, conference, and I walked up and I looked over and I looked at my dad. I was like, "Is that Deborah Odom?" And he goes, no, I don't think it is. I was like, I think that's Deborah Odom. Cause I like, I like, I'll talk, walk up, talk to anyone. I walked up, I tapped her on the shoulder. I was like, you are Deborah. She goes, yeah. I was like, oh, me and my dad were over there arguing. And me and her threw together. I was like, this woman is on fire. Like she beat me at women's at our first conference. I was like, this woman will not miss. <laughs> she's just that. good. Just, she has all the shots in the game and I love it. I love it. She knows what she's capable of too. And I know it's still early in the off season. There's contracts and stuff like that. Do you guys have a bag sponsor lined up or you guys have talks about what you're going to be throwing? Um, We have a potential bag sponsor. Um, I just heard back from them this morning. We're going to be, I'll be talking to them as well as Zoe. And I've kind of told them what we want. Um, And we would be their first pro women's team. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm really excited about that. They have some really good bags and I want their bags to uh, go lock on the big stage. And so I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're all about. I'm all about the growth and starting, you know, other, I don't know what the company is large or small or whatever, but I just, I just love whenever people show loyalty and brand. Uh, loyalty you they they want the success for not just themselves but for the company as well so whoever it is whenever you guys announce that i'll be excited to see that one uh zoe last question i got for you um mm-hmm. i you told me directly and i already forgot is it gone or gan because i'm gonna gan. mess up. <laughs> okay. gan okay all right I'm, I'm sorry in advance but i'll do my best no. <laughs> You're good. I had uh, people messaging me after uh, Ventura, and they're like, "Yeah, they're like the guy on the live stream keeps saying your name wrong." I was like, "I was like, you've you've the announced my games life. before." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "You've announced our games before, and you said it wrong." So I went over there. I was like, "Like That's Wally, right. it's Gan." You're like, "Okay," and you told me what went along with it, and then I went back and watched it, and I don't know who you were announcing it with in Ventura. I can't because you had you had someone sit beside you. Or it was. And uh, I went back and listened to it, and you're like, Zoe Gann. And then they're like, yeah, Wally got yelled at. I'm like, I didn't even yell. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Got her experience exaggerated. She just was 
calmly correcting the name, which we yes. <laughs> yes. All right, ladies. Uh, wish you all the luck this season, and I uh, can't wait to watch it happen. Thank okay, you so much. For Thanks for here. having me. Such awesome partner reveals today on the show, Wally, I must say, but it is now time for the game. So you got something to brag about? Oh, not brag about. <laughs> well, it is kind of bragging about because it's the, the four bagger. The four bagger of the week. Um, what's your four bagger? Yeah, I like the uh, elite program. Top four bagger for me will be the oh, elite program that we're breaking out. I think it's a cool idea that the ACL is doing to expand the PDC from last year and then like add a new element to it. It includes a lot more people, a lot more players. It also allows you to set your goal early. So mm-hmm. with having the open standings be a factor, you like you could basically travel to all your opens before the deadline of December 26th, I think it is. And like, if you have a great start to the season, you know, you got your top finishes out of the way early. You're like, all I got to do now is pay the 500 bucks and boom, I'll be a pro next season. Yeah. Excuse me. Or you can kind of be like, all right, maybe this isn't the route that I want to go. I want to kind of stick around and be chill for another year. But I like the way they got the setup here to include more players in um, the possibility of being drafted on these teams or picked up on these teams rather, and then um, make nationals and shootouts. I think it's pretty cool. I do. I think it's a great opportunity as well. Couldn't agree more. My four bagger is a uh, Jimmy humans at the ACL, uh, Europe open. I mean, he's killing it in these, like he's like an international guy now. Jimmy Europe, goes everywhere. International superstar. And I think it's kind of cool. He's getting the experience of these different, uh, different uh, countries and stuff like that, as well as, you know, just mingling with the people. Like I, I see him out there and he is a, indeed becoming the international superstar. He's going to have like information on these international pros that most pros don't have. Like, you know, they start to come over to um, opens and they might want to partner with him. Like he might have a sleeper that people didn't think to um, to pair up with. And the other thing I thought was cool was when him and Brady Foster were playing against um, Donkey, and I forget who Donkey was playing with, but but Brandon Brown, Donkey, was throwing against Brady Foster. And, you know, he talks a lot. And so J- what Jimmy would do is he would talk to him so that he wouldn't talk to Brady, so that Brady could just throw bags. And I was like, what a great partner. He's like, I'm gonna keep that guy from chirping in your ear by talking to him from across the boards. Um, so uh, I just love Jimmy Human's international tours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jimmy's got your back when you're throwing with you. I love it. <laughs> All right, floor bagger? Uh, floor bagger for me is waiting. I hate waiting. I'm impatient. Wait, waiting for what, like the season? Everything. Everything. Well, I've been enjoying my off season. What is wrong with you? I don't have an off season. I. I you I, do. You have. I, I mean, I'm saying you're not traveling uh, right now. I'm traveling tomorrow. I'm heading out to Colorado <laughs> for the Colorado Cornell Connections Bag Bites and Brews tournament. So, um, yeah, I got to pack. But like, I'm I'm tired of waiting for these partner reveals to come out. I want them all now. I want all the information now. I'm tired of waiting for my Amazon packages to show up with my new equipment. I want them all right now. Uh, I just I just want everything to happen. I, I'm I'm excited for the new season and I'm excited for what we got planned and I just want it now. Okay, I, I feel like is that millennials or Gen Zers? Like who are the um, instant gratification generation? I'm heart. Okay, I get like right now. You look at my background. This is my background now. In three weeks, will be entirely different, and I want that to happen now. I want it. What are you, Veruca Salt? <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> 
to make me break out in the song. We don't have time. <laughs> uh, my floor bagger is not going to Paris. Oh, watching everyone. I'm like, now they're traveling to Rome. And I'm just like, yep. oh, man. I wish I was eating croissants in Paris. So I pronounce croissant. Croissant. Uh, either way, I love them. So. Yeah. I like <laughs> little picture of the Eiffel Tower they're eating dinner there I'm like okay I had really no urge to do this but now I'm like I'm jealous yeah I'm for sure. yeah I mean, eventually eventually we'll probably be important enough to go on these tours and who knows I mean if the sport continues to grow we might uh, do some ESPN coverage well, well no we need to wait until I can absolutely afford first class because yeah. I am not sitting coach on a 10 12 13 14 hour flight <laughs> I can't. I'm not saying it like because I'm too bougie. I'm saying I literally can't. Like I get anxiety, so I have to have more space. I can't do it. I'd be asleep before the plane finishes boarding. And the next thing I know, I'd be there. <laughs> See, and that is such a beautiful, beautiful thing, Wally. I'm yeah. like, I got like restless leg syndrome, anxiety, claustrophobia. I would be in absolute hell. Um, so yeah, that's gonna next be. Week. Yeah, we'll see. All right, send it or board it. You want to go or you want me to go? Uh, you start. Okay, so if you listen to Around the ACL, then you know that uh, a I'm going to Disney World. Disney World I talked about earlier, but you heard you heard Trey and I talk about it in Around the ACL, and so basically Trey went to Disneyland in Ventura, California. Well, it's in LA, but I mean it's in uh, Anaheim. Then he went to Paris and went to Disney World, and now we're I mean whatever it's called in Paris, and now we're going to Disney World. He did nine amusement parks in 14 days. <laughs> Send it or board it, Wally. Uh, nine. <laughs> I, I, pride, I, I took a lot of pride that me and my daughter were able to knock out every ride at Orlando in three days. So all, all three parks. I think there's three parks, right? Yeah, I think there's like the Disney, and then there's Epcot, and then there's like the mat, the animal one. Yeah, so we knocked out every ride in three days, and I took a lot of pride in that, but that was exhausting. <laughs> I don't – I think I'm going to board it with this one. I don't know if I could do 9 and 14. I know I can't. I'm boarding if, that. No way. I can't believe. That's crazy. And remember, that's international travel in between all of that. <laughs> yeah. Feels like work. I don't know. Hats off. That's yeah. the, I asked him, like, was this in your marriage contract? This is crazy. Come on. <laughs> Nine parks, 14 days. Yeah. My my senator board is a little bit less fun. Well, depending on how you look at that one. But with these partner reveals, it seems like there's a lot of scrambling going on. And I think a lot of it basically starts out because of the money. Um, so mm -hmm. senator board it, take the money, or throw with a good friend. Because we, we had some of these partner reveals saying, you know, it's not necessarily all about the money. It's about having a good time on the boards and stuff okay, like well that. Yeah, like, here's what I'll say. If the money's involved, I feel like for me, it's like we talked about, less fun and more work. So, Here's what I'll say. I can throw with um, someone that I have a great season with, even if it's less money, but that's because I have a lot of confidence in myself that I can create money from some other way, yeah. right? Like I'm very entrepreneurial. I will use my pro status and create wealth somewhere else. So I wouldn't necessarily need it to come from solely the sponsors so much i would be like i will figure out a way to, to to bankroll this yeah i think i'm boarding it as well but there is that number i don't know what that number is <laughs> everyone's got a number 
So I don't know what that number is, but if somebody throws that number out at me, I'll probably send it for the money. It would have to be extreme though. Like it would have to be like six figures. And I'd be like, well, that would save me a lot of time having to put together a social media influencer plan. (laughs) I'd say anything over 50 for me would probably make me send it. See, I don't know. I think, I think I could still figure out how to make 50 grand as a pro. I think I could. (laughs) <laughs> but, but six years 50, six grand, 50 grand in a business decision not mine i mean we can learn to be friends maybe you never know so i'm big on energy so if i'm getting a negative energy from my partner that is absolutely not going to work right. but i also think that as long as it's like a reasonable person that there could be enough like converse communication that we could get through that and be like hey you yeah. doing X, Y, and Z ain't going to work for me. So, like, we got to figure something out. Like, I think that we could work through it unless it's just a total a-hole or something. I don't know. I think I think I could get through it. But, yeah, I think it would depend on who for sure. All right. my I have a would you rather. Would you rather be drafted um, for the team's event like they did last season where it's off of kind of random information, like someone says mm-hmm. – how you play or you know the person or whatever or through the rookie combine like you have like an actual skill showcase but it is just that one day to show off your skills um i'd probably go last year's route um, okay based off of what you know because i mean i like the idea of being a sleeper um you know i draft in fantasy football right now we got a few drafts going on i like finding that sleeper and having them add value that nobody else saw Whereas I feel like if I were to go through the combine, now I'm like fighting for it and I might not get that opportunity to step up because I'll be ranked. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah, so like now I'm ranked as opposed to having somebody have faith in me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to change because like we saw so much like uh, location bias and stuff. And I feel like that's because yeah. you know who you know, right? You know people in your conference. Um, so I'm wondering if that's going to change that this season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it, though. I think it should be fun. Uh, all right, what are we doing? Would you rather? All right, so kind of going back to, I think we talked about this off the air with Deb Odom. Still trying to find a place to live. The plan is to fix this house up, sell it eventually, um, figure out where I want to live after um, the kiddo sports is pretty much all wrapped up and we got her college figured out. So would you rather, and I know you're a nature person, would you rather live in the mountains, the beautiful mountains, kind of like Colorado or Salt Lake City, or – and then you have multiple seasons, so you get a little bit of snow in there, or near the beach in Florida where it's basically sun and water. Pass. I would never live in Florida. I hate the heat. Okay. So you, you <laughs> no way. You want the seasons and you want the mountains over the beach. Well, I don't want it over the beach necessarily because there are beaches that have seasons, but Florida's not one of them. <laughs> okay, so I'll do, I'll do it this way then. Would you rather live with mountains and seasons or beach? <laughs> Okay. Well, I will say I used to live at the beach um, in Huntington Beach, Orange County, California. Um, It was just one season and I did love it. And I said it was my dream place to live. And I loved that you could walk a lot of places. I loved that you could bike a lot of places. So I liked the sort of lifestyle that comes with beach living where you're not like in your car all the time. Um, But I also was craving mountains. Like I was actively looking to go to a grad school, I looked in um, Flagstaff, Arizona, which is the mountains. I looked in uh, Durango, Colorado. I looked in Eugene, Oregon. Like I was looking for mountains. And then I met Nick 
and I slowed my roll and was like, well, this guy's kind of great. I think I'll just like pause. Um, and then he ended up moving us to the mountains. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like I, I said, I never wanted to leave, but then I was having like, I was actively looking to leave. So when I think about it, because I'm in a similar situation as you, I'm trying to find our next you know, place. Um, but it wouldn't be for a few years that we would move. And I'm back and forth in my head. Like, I love the beach, but I love being surrounded by trees and I love snowboarding. There's not a lot of um, activities I do near the coast other than like ride my beach cruiser. Um, but like if I lived near um, a mountain, I would be snowboarding every weekend. If I, could. I haven't tried skiing since I got hit by the truck. So I actually don't know how my ankle would hold up skiing anymore now that you say it. So, Well, the boots are like... <laughs> it would because like support the ankle because they're really tight. Yeah, but it's, it's more like the shin where it got snapped okay That's where it hurts the most it's not necessarily the ankle but like whenever i put strain like on my toes i feel it there so i don't know it's worth a shot i guess i'll just find out the hard way yeah so i think i shockingly am leaning towards the mountains which i never thought i would say because the beach is so healing for me but i will say if i go to the mountains i need to be near water there's gonna be a lake or something i gotta have that same I gotta be near water, so I find it somewhere. But yeah, I like I like the image of how I picture myself looking at the beach. So, <laughs> I mean, I've lived in both. That's the cool thing. But, anyways, uh, we are out of time, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>